This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Holly is not amused with Netflix for a very specific reason, but she's not alone, and that's why we're going to talk about it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything on the app because it's April. You could win a cruise and $107. We'll talk more about it later in the show, but just be downloading the app and listening through that experience to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along with Sonny today. And Colleen is off enjoying herself. I just saw a photograph of her and her family at Disney, and they just look adorable. Oh, don't we all just hate them mm-hmm. for having all that fun without us? No. But the good news is we'll hear all about it on Monday when she comes back. All right, so. Holly, I ask you, what's wrong with Netflix? What's going on? Tell what, me more. What's the deal? Yeah, what's, what's the deal? What's the deal with Talk Netflix? To me, honey. Why are you com- so angry? I have a complicated relationship with Netflix, Bradley, and I'm not alone. A celebrity has mm. a very complicated relationship oh, okay. with Netflix. Well, it's always good to have somebody in your corner who's uh, fighting the good fight with you. I got a good one in my corner, and that would be Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, she's a dame. I think she is. Nothing. What is it? Nothing something like a dame? I don't know. What's that song? Anyway, anyway, go ahead. Dame <laughs> Helen Mirren says, what about yes, Netflix? She says, I love Netflix, but blank Netflix. She loves them and she hates Netflix. The reason why she hates Netflix is because she says there's nothing like sitting in the cinema, meaning that there is nothing like the movie going experience, going into the dark room with a collective amount of people watching the same thing, experience it, laughing, crying the whole nine yards. Helen Mirren misses the movie-going experience. Okay, so, and you uh, agree with her. You have an opinion about Netflix versus movies. You think Netflix is making us lazy. Well, yeah, and I agree with Helen Mirren. On one hand, I love Netflix. Yeah. I love the opportunity to have many entertainment choices beamed into my living room at just the click of a mouse. That's fantastic. At the same time, Bradley, I hate Netflix. Because Netflix has made me lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me more. How does it make you lazy? <laughs> it makes me, for example, last weekend, I really wanted to go see the movie Us. Oh, sure, yeah. And I wanted Jordan to. Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele's new movie. Fantastic box office. I've heard hit. it's like the best horror movie people say they've ever seen. Oh, I got to get to see this movie. Yes. Thank you. Yes, you want to go and see this movie. It's being super buzzed about. But you know what happened this weekend? I just sat on my butt in my pajamas and then I watched crap on Netflix and I don't even remember what I watched. Well, and here's how lazy we are. Sometimes you just open Netflix and you scroll mm. and you don't even watch anything. That's that is, how yeah. lazy. I, I have done that so many times. I, 
Now I, I uh, lately have found myself doing that on the YouTube. But you're right. Sitting on the couch, you are captive uh, to the couch experience and you are lured onto that couch by that streaming service thinking, okay, there's got to be something I can find versus, hey, Bob, let's go see a movie. I used to go see movies every Friday night, usually, almost every Friday night when there would be, you know, when when there was a guarantee that there's probably a halfway decent movie to see, Mm -hmm. um, you know, through the summer and maybe into the fall. So you would just go to the movie theater on a Friday night a lot of new options out there. You would just go and yeah. be like, okay, what's delighting? This was not that long ago. What's delighting yeah. me up here on the marquee? I may not know a lot about well, it. Well, usually but I'm it try. would be like, oh, the new, well, maybe not Avengers movie, but, you know, oh, look, Baywatch came. I went and mm-hmm. saw the Baywatch movie in the theater. Okay. <laughs> that was just two years I mean, ago. Was, exactly. I'm saying this was not long ago. I would say at least two years ago um, where I was still doing this on the right. I went to see that. Um, Kit Harrington Mount Vesuvius movie, okay. you know, where the volcano blew up mm-hmm. and he had mm-hmm. his shirt off. That's all I cared about. <laughs> so I was able to, you know, like I moved myself out the house to go see that dumb thing. And that was the worst movie I've ever seen of all, of all time in a theater. Well, you so know, the high price of movie tickets don't make it. It doesn't make it. All, even though Netflix is raising their prices, it still beats those high prices. But again, right. Sonny, to your, you know, and if you're just joining us here on the Colleen Bradley Show, we're talking about Netflix and how it's making us all lazy. I will say that I bought Jamie, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Movie Pass, mm-hmm. um, a year ago. It was just over a year ago, right? Yeah, uh, this last year. And he used it regularly because he likes to go see the movies that mm-hmm. are nominated for awards, but that's all he really goes to see. I also bought myself one of those Movie Passes. Mm-hmm. I went... Once <laughs> I paid for a year's worth of movies, I went once. Did does a year worth of movies on your movie pass? Which one's cheaper, the movie pass or the Netflix? The uh, the movie pass actually. Oh really? Yeah, it was because I got a deal at Costco. It was like seventy nine dollars for a year's worth of unlimited movies. They don't offer it anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Movie pass That's totally. Right. Like, I That's was li- that I, big old scandal, right? Spectacularly went under. Basically, I w- well, it's still around. It's just you're going to pay a lot more to use it. Yeah. Um, but I literally lit seventy nine dollars on fire. Oh. Just for the idea that I was going to go see movies, and then I never did because I would, you know. So it's like a membership. And a gym also, membership. I don't know that it's laziness, Holly, as much as it is. There's a lot of good stuff to watch. I know, right? So, like, yeah, I can sit there and scroll for 20 minutes, but don't you think part of it is that there's some really good content, and this is what I think ticks off people like Helen Mirren, but also people like, say, Steven Spielberg, who, you know, likes to complain about Netflix getting special or different treatment right well that's the love part of the love that's why i love netflix is because you're right bradley there's a lot of good stuff on there to watch in the format of tv and then i hate netflix because i think that people like helen mirren also steven spielberg kind of have a point where they're making movies Mm -hmm. movies in the sense of the term that they're thinking of is an art form in and of itself that is meant to be watched in a certain place, in a certain way, going to the movie theater, seeing it blown up on the big screen. There's a difference between watching Ready Player One, mm-hmm. a Steven Spielberg movie, which came out last year, on the big screen versus watching it at home on TV. But it, it, I feel like her the argument is almost like people saying, well, no, we have to listen to DVD or we have to listen to CDs. We shouldn't have to listen to iPods. It's just a technology moving us forward. That's sure. true. That's, That's true. true. There's it's a little like- bit of... You know, like get off my lawn. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm to- but I'm totally 
get off my lawn? When, at least when, at least when it comes to movies, because it's being made for I have a, a question very specific for you. reason. Yeah. So when you talk about movies, though, because yeah. I wonder if if what's happening is the kinds of movies we're going to watch, like the thing that gets you to a movie theater is a different kind of movie, say, than um, what used to get you out to a theater. So yeah. where you might have been more likely to go. Now, a lot of people are going to see the to see us mm-hmm. um maybe that's not a good example maybe a better example is like a movie like ooh, what's a good movie i just feel like sometimes like if i'm going to go to the theater it's because it's a movie i want to see on a big screen right right like it's an epic movie of some kind or a blockbuster or a technolo- technically um just beautiful and aesthetically pleasing film right well and those are the arguments yeah the stevens he's makes big movies also Blade Runner 2049, which Bradley, yeah. you and I saw on the IMAX screen. That was a wonderful mm-hmm. film to see on the big right. Screen. So saying that, like, hey, like, let's go out to the movies. But you're right, the movies that are being made for the big screen experience, they are being made differently. Mm-hmm. And you know, things like movie passes, movie pass, have are directly addressing our sloth. Yeah. Like, what can we do to get your butt out of your couch and put on real pants? And go outside and see a movie. Well, and the frustrating thing about that is it's much like the reticence of the uh, recording industry to embrace, um, you know, new ways of doing and seeing and watching the product that kept them from innovating and making money and ultimately being successful, right? Like they spent a lot of time going after pirates, complaining about people using, Mm -hmm. um, you know, technology uh, illegally. Um, where at or techno or always wanting content for free. And it's like, well, now you're all doing it because, you know, that's what the market wants. And so you could have done that 20 years ago or five years ago or whatever. And I feel like maybe movies are kind of doing the same thing. They're standing in the way of progress. Right. And to, your, point. and to your point, Sonny, it is expensive to go to the movies. And yeah, when man. you have kids and you have, you know, your mom, dad, auntie, kids, yourself, it's expensive. Yeah. And like how Colleen says, she just buys the movie outright yeah. and downloads it because the $20 to buy the movie is cheaper than going to the movie theater. And they need to update movie food. I guarantee if you start oh, serving pot okay. roast oh, and potatoes. Thank you. Oh. Now, you don't, girl, you don't even need <laughs> yeah. to get to pot roast and potatoes. You could do like, I don't know, some popcorn that's not stale. Yeah, man. D- different or flavors candy, of pop- popcorn. candy that was invented after the year 1908. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. Nobody who got... But good and plenty. Who wants milk duds in 2019? <laughs> Thank you. Who wants the bunch of crunch? It's not 1993. Jamie does. He loves bunch of crunch. Bunch of crunch is that deal, Holly. Yeah. It's not 1993. But like, I'm like Reese's Pieces. Seriously, I mean, I love Reese's Switch it up. peanut butter cups. But yeah. like, could we have more than four choices? I mean, yeah. I go, you know, movie theaters. I can have or uh, movie theaters, movie uh, streaming services. I can watch a thousand different movies. I go to a movie theater and I've got four candy choices. Right. Right. Give me some work. Can't beat the cabinet at home, man. It's true. Yeah. It makes me want to stop at like a Walgreens before I go to see a movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, but who doesn't do that? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, I got cause... a big old purse for that. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. All right. Now that we're, <laughs> we've moved into food uh, conversation, that's appropriate because when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are doing a special edition cheat day Friday, even though it's Wednesday. You'll find out why. And what we're going to taste when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.
No need to adjust your dial. You've heard it correctly. Actually, you didn't hear it because I haven't told you yet here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Today with Holly, myself, and uh, Sonny, and we have a special guest, because guess what, guys? It's time for a special edition of Cheat Day Friday. Dirty Cotton Cheetah! Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. Holly, we are going to have a special Cheat Day Friday on Wednesday. Why? Why? Because Cranch. Cranch. Does that word mean anything to you guys? Cranch. Well, you can tune in live to our Facebook feed. Uh, My Talk 1071's Facebook page is broadcasting this experience live and in person in HD. Uh, because there's something called Cranch that we need to talk about. Now, Cranch involves ranch, right? Cranch. Okay, you can figure that out. Ranch. What's the K? What's the cra? <laughs> no, it's just the K. The cur. The ra oh, is yeah. the ranch. Oh, yeah, you're right. The, the cra <laughs> is cratch up, which just sounds horrible. Cratch up. Hey, you want some cratch up? You might need that. To get, you might need to look at that. <laughs> yeah. No, cranch uh, is ketchup ranch. And this is now a thing. So first we had ketchup or mayo chup, right? Do you yes, remember this? we had mayo chup. <laughs> that was mayonnaise and ketchup, which is a classic combination. And Heinz has decided to package that together. So you can buy it without having to bother mixing it the two. Also, I didn't realize they had mayo or whatever it's called. mayo Mayo-Q sounds better. It sounds like that sounds like a Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. I'm mayo Uh Anyway, um, that's like mayo and barbecue. Now that would be my jam. But we wanted to try Cranch. Sonny, you've got some Cranch going on over there. Yeah. Holly, uh, do you, are you close to the cranch or are we doing this together? Uh, Bradley, you do the cranch first. So describe what you did. Cause we, we didn't get the actual bottle of Heinz cranch saucy sauce as it's described. No, Cause it's not. not yet available. In fact, uh, they announced that they're going to be giving like a hundred bottles away to some lucky social media peeps. So what did you do to get us some cranch? I went down to the cafeteria here at Hubbard and I mixed equal parts ketchup and ranch together. I, say, I don't know. For some reason, this grosses me out in a way that barbecue sauce and mayo doesn't. Well, because there's no mayo in this, so it's ranch, which you would assume is some kind of mayonnaise slash sour cream based experience. And then you have the fancy ketchup okay. mixed together. So am I going to put this in my mayo? Yeah, you're going to. And we got French fries. Okay. Bradley's eating the cranch. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say no right away. It's different. Sonny, did you try the cranch? Yeah, it's actually good. It's not bad, it's right? It's not bad. It's like tangy it's ranch. It's not without its charm. I'm kind it's of It's not without its charm. That's a delightful yeah. way of putting it. <laughs> it kind of scares me, only because ranch kind of scares me. It does have a tang. All right. It's like tangy ranch. Tangy ranch. Tanch. Tanch? Yeah, <laughs> no. Nope, the cranch no. again, if you're just joining us. All right. Oh, good. Yeah. I really wish those fries were fresh. Out yeah, Matt, that's what's taken away from it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, oh, no, it's fine. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. Not like you got a deep fryer in there. Right. <laughs> well, if only. Fry Daddy. We Coming need- up on the Colleen and Bradley show. We need I used to, to have ask a management. Fry Daddy. I, as a kid, this is how you know much of a fatty I am. When I was a kid, I asked for a Fry Daddy on my for my birthday. <laughs> Did you get it? Smart child. Yeah, but actually it was it was like the Fry Pappy, I think, or mm. Fry Junior. I don't know. It was one of the, it was, it was basically like a black bucket that you plugged in and poured oil in and then mm-hmm. it just got hot and you, you know. You were just ahead of your time. I was. <laughs> so, what did you think, Holly? It was okay. Cranch. I think the tanginess of the cranch was a little off-putting. Okay. And I don't know why. Well, here's here's the deciding factor ultimately, because if they put this on shelves, we'll have to try it again, mm-hmm. because ranch is such a subjective condiment. And what sure. I mean by that is there are so many different incarnations of ranch, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, my partner and I frequently comment on the quality of an establishment's ranch, you know, whether <laughs> it's good, bad or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it could really make or break the sauce depending on, you know, the quality of the underlying ranch. I need some, I would need a Pinterest recipe because I'd want the ranch made from scratch and I'd want the mm. ketchup made from scratch. Oh, look then at you. I'd oh. Very artisanal, yeah. artisanal then ranch. I feel like that's the real, Courtesy that's the of real test. You could sell that. Probably. Mm-hmm. Organic cranch. Yeah. Organic cranch. Okay, yeah. so if we were putting this on a scale, again, if you're just joining us, we taste tested the cranch, which is ketchup ranch. This is not something I ever do in the wild. Do you do this organically yourselves? Just mix the two? Oh, yeah. Do you I really? Mix, I mix up all kinds of sauces. I can understand the ketchup mayo thing. I've done that myself. Mm-hmm. It ain't bad. Uh, barbecue mayo thing. I've never done the ketchup ranch. Holly. Yeah, I have a, a weird relationship with ranch. What's why is it weird? Because I don't really like it. <gasps> I'm not a ranch fan I know. either. What? Yeah. Thank you, Sonny. Oh my god! Social media, it. Hannah just <laughs> rolled her eyes so bad. I it, ranch is not my first to go to sauce. It's like tangy mayo to me. Yeah. So if there are a wide variety of sauces, ranch is usually not the one that I'm going to go for. For example, if I have wings. Ranch is not the first sauce. What are you going to go to? A blue cheese. I'm going to go to a blue cheese. Yeah, because you have that adult palate, right? That blue (laughs) cheese. You want that tang of that, you know, rotten, sour, cheesy smell. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like that. The (laughs) veinier, the better. No. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Do you do you like mayo and ketchup or mayo and other things? Together with your fries. That makes sense. I remember. I think I was probably in my. Late 20s, early 30s, when I discovered the art of mayonnaise on my fries. And then you thought you were so sophisticated mm. and European. Yeah, yeah. very Belgian. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I only like mayo on my sandwiches. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I think you're doing it wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Cranch, scale, quickly, scale of one to five? Two out of five. Two out of five, Cobra, says Holly. 3.75. 3.75, says Sonny. I will go a solid a 3.5. Okay. And when we come back from Cranch to Lord and Lady D-Bag. That's a transition. No need to adjust your dial. You've heard it correctly. Actually, you didn't hear it because I haven't told you yet here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. 
today with Holly, myself, and uh, Sonny, and we have a special guest, because guess what, guys? It's time for a special edition of Cheat Day Friday. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. Holly, we are going to have a special Cheat Day Friday on Wednesday. Why? Why? Because Cranch. Cranch. Does that word mean anything to you guys? Cranch. Well, you can tune in live to our Facebook feed. Uh, My Talk 1071's Facebook page is broadcasting this experience live and in person in HD. Uh, Because there's something called Cranch that we need to talk about. Now, Cranch involves ranch, right? Cranch. Okay, you can figure that out, Ranch. What's the K? What's the Kra? (laughs) No, it's just the K. The cr. The ra oh, is yeah. the ranch. Oh, yeah, you're right. The, the cra is cratchup, which just sounds horrible. Cratchup. Hey, you want some cratchup? You might need that. To get, you might need to look at that. Yeah. No, cranch uh, is ketchup ranch. And this is now a thing. So first we had ketchup or mayo chup, right? Do you yes, remember this? we had mayo chup. That was mayonnaise and ketchup, which is a classic combination. And Heinz has decided to package that together so you can buy it without having to bother mixing it the two. Also, I didn't realize they had mayo or whatever it's called. mayo Mayo-bacue. Sounds better. It sounds like that sounds like a Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. I'm mayo uh, Anyway, um, that's like mayo and barbecue. Now, that would be my jam. But we wanted to try Cranch. Sonny, you've got some Cranch going on over there. Mm. Holly. Uh, do you, are you close to the cranch or are we doing this together? Uh, Bradley, you do the cranch first. So describe what you did. Cause we, we didn't get the actual bottle of Heinz cranch saucy sauce as it's described. No, Cause it's not. not yet available. In fact, uh, they announced that they're going to be giving like a hundred bottles away to some lucky social media peeps. So what did you do to get us some cranch? I went down to the cafeteria here at Hubbard and I mixed equal parts ketchup and ranch I together. Say, I don't know. For some reason, this grosses me out in a way that barbecue sauce and mayo doesn't. Well, because there's no mayo in this, so it's ranch, which you would assume is some kind of mayonnaise slash sour cream based experience. And then you have the fancy ketchup okay. mixed together. So am I going to put this in my mayo? Yeah, you're going to. And we got French fries. Okay. Bradley's eating the cranch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say no right away. It's different. Sonny, did you try the cranch? Yeah, it's actually good. It's not bad, it's right? It's not bad. It's like tangy it's ranch. It's not without its charm. I'm kind it's of It's not without its charm. That's a delightful yeah. way of putting it. <laughs> it kind of scares me, only because ranch kind of scares me. It does have a tang. All right. It's like tangy ranch. Tangy ranch. Tanch. Tanch? Yeah, but I, <laughs> nope, but cranch no. again, if you're just joining us. All right. Oh, good. Yeah. I really wish those fries were fresh. Out yeah, the oven. Matt, that's or what's taken away from it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's okay. Not like you got a deep fryer in there. <laughs> right? Well, if only. Fry Daddy. We coming need up to- on the Colleen and Bradley show. We need I used to, to have ask a management. Fry Daddy. I, as a kid, this is how you know much of a fatty I am. When I was a kid, I asked for a Fry Daddy on my, for my birthday. <laughs> Did you get it? Smart yeah, but actually, it was, it was like the Fry Pappy. I think, or mm. Fry Junior. I don't know. It was one of the. It was. It was basically like a black bucket that you plugged in and poured oil in, and mm-hmm. then it just got hot. And you, you, know. you were just ahead of your time. I was. <laughs> so, what did you think, Holly? It was okay. Cranch. I think the tanginess of the cranch was a little off-putting. Okay. 
And I don't know why. Well, here's here's the deciding factor, ultimately, because if they put this on shelves, we'll have to try it again Mm -hmm. because ranch is such a subjective condiment. And what I mean by that is there are so many different incarnations of ranch, Mm -hmm. right? Like uh, my partner and I frequently comment on the quality of an establishment's ranch, you know, whether (laughs) it's good, bad or otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it could really make or break the sauce depending on, you know, the quality of the underlying ranch. I need some, I would need a Pinterest recipe because I'd want the ranch made from scratch and I'd want the mm. ketchup made from scratch. Oh, look then at you. Oh. Very artisanal, yeah. artisanal then ranch. I feel like that's the real, courtesy the of real test. You could sell that. Probably mm-hmm. organic cranch. Yeah. Organic cranch. Okay, yeah. so if we were putting this on a scale again, if you're just joining us, we taste tested the cranch, which is ketchup ranch. This is not something I ever do in the wild. Do you do this organically yourselves? Just mix the two. Oh yeah. Do you I really? Mix, I mix up all kind of sauces. I can understand the ketchup mayo thing. I've done that myself. Mm-hmm. It ain't bad. Uh, barbecue mayo thing. I've never done the ketchup ranch. Holly. Yeah, I have a a weird relationship with ranch. What's why is it weird? Because I don't really like it. <gasps> I'm not a ranch fan I know. either. What? Yeah. Thank you, Sonny. Oh my God! Social media, that. Hannah just rolled her eyes so bad. I, it, ranch is not my first to go to sauce. It's like tangy mayo to me. Yeah. So if there are a wide variety of sauces, ranch is usually not the one that I'm going to go for. For example, if I have wings. Ranch is not the first sauce. What are you going to go to a blue cheese? I'm going to go to a blue cheese. Yeah, because you have that adult palate, right? That blue (laughs) cheese, you want that tang of that, you know, rotten, sour, cheesy smell. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like that. The (laughs) veinier, the better. No. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Do you you like mayo and ketchup or mayo and other things together with your fries? That makes sense. I remember, I think I was probably in my... Late 20s, early 30s, when I discovered the art of mayonnaise on my fries. And then you thought you were so sophisticated mm. and European. Yeah. Yeah. Very Belgian. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I only like mayo on my sandwiches. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. I think you're doing it wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Cranch, scale, quickly, scale of one to five? Two out of five. Two out of five, Cobra, says Holly. 3.75. 3.75, says Sonny. I will go a solid a 3.5. Okay. And when we come back from Cranch to Lord and Lady D-Bag. That's a transition. What's Jim J. Bullock up to? I don't know. Actually, I do, and I'm going to tell you. If you don't know who Jim J. Bullock is, don't worry. Sit tight. You're fine. You're in good hands on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. That's Sonny. Sonny, you were like, I don't know who Jim J. Bullock is. I, I thought it was the... um. J.G. Wentworth, when you said it. Call 877-CASH-NOW. <laughs> 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 that can't be who you're talking about. Okay. No, I don't think J.G. Wentworth is a real person. <laughs> Jim J. Bullock, however, is the star of stage and screen. Many of us of a certain age and uh, some weirdos like Holly who, well, you were born. When were you born? In the 80s. Okay, so you were technically at least on this planet when uh, Too Close for Comfort was on. This that was, was my t- show. Okay. okay. So uh, Monroe, 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 is he the, is he the, who's the main guy? Not the main guy. Not that's, the main guy. Uh, that's Ted Knight. Yeah, he's but hilarious. Jim J. Bullock was the roommate or okay. not the roommate, the downstairs, uh, the downstairs guy. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> so you close. know him without knowing him. Yeah. Right. So you know who he is. Anyway, he went on to do all sorts of stuff. And, you know, for lovers of Jim J. Bullock, I mean, you know, let me just be honest as 
as a young gay man watching television and not knowing I was gay, I somehow identified with Jim J. Bullock without realizing it because we didn't have very many faces on TV to look up to. And so Jim J. Bullock was always somebody that you kind of, you just knew about, right? Right. Anyway, why am I taking you on a big, long road down Jim J. Bullock's Wikipedia page? Because he's coming back on a show that we just need to talk about because it is a train wreck. And I want to tell you (laughs) what happened earlier today. So I got this... I uh, I got this text from a friend who said, oh, my God, Jim J. Bullock is going to be on the new season of Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing, much less that there is a new season of it, much less that Jim J. Bullock was going to be on it because I responded immediately by saying, oh, God, that's awesome. I kept forgetting that it's Tammy Faye who died and not him. Because oh. I, because remember the two of them, you may not know the Sonny, but the two of them had a talk show the for a Jim, while. Jane, Tammy Faye Tammy Baker. Faye oh, wow. Tammy no. Faye Baker Mesner. Tammy Faye Ray Maker, Maker Best. She had all sorts of names. Mm-hmm. But she, Jim and Tammy Baker, you know, she was the one that was like crying with the lips or with the, the mascara. eye makeup on. Like, yeah. um, and Jim went to jail and it was a long story. And now he's selling uh, TV dinners. Um, Bulk food for the apocalypse. For Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's another long story. But but Jim J. Bullock had a TV show with Tammy Faye. And then, of course, sadly, Tammy Faye passed away. And I don't ever know that I knew what happened to Jim J. Bullock. Well, he's showing up, apparently, along with some other <clears throat> D-E-F-G list celebrities on this <laughs> cooking show. And I... I'm here for it. And why have we not talked about this show before? It's called The Worst Cooks in America. Has anybody? Yes. Okay, so you've watched this. Have you watched the Celebrity Edition? No, I haven't. That's why I think this actually sounds kind of (laughs) cool. So, especially when I tell you, think about all these fabulous names of yore. So you've got Jim J. Bullock, as I mentioned, Morgan Fairchild, Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding, why? You know they're going to... That's Nancy Kerrigan. I understand that's Nancy (laughs) Kerrigan because of Tanya Harding, and I hope that one of those judges... Is gonna be you know like sitting there going why why making a chopped salad with a with an <laughs> ice blade yeah. that's petty <laughs> um, I, but it's funny uh, Jonathan Lipnicki he's oh. that little kid what was he in? he was the cute kid in Jerry Maguire yeah. who then got ugly and then got ripped oh my god did you just say he got ugly <laughs> that is so rude oh he, you can help <laughs> you can help your weight you can't help ugly <laughs> well. Save your money. You're still ugly. Karen Manning, Alec Mappa, Kim Whitley, and wait for it, Jimmy Walker. Dynamite. Dynamite. Kim Whitley is going to act the fool. I have to watch this. So um, this comes, uh, I think, closer to the end of the month. And okay. what they do, like all celebrity editions of our favorite um, reality or, or uh, game shows. The Food Network is doing this one. Um, they get tw- they're competing basically for twenty five thousand dollars for the charity of their choice, and of course, bragging rights. So wow, bragging <gasps> rights on being the worst you know, celebrity cook in the land. Wasn't was this the show? I feel like uh, what was her name? What's her name? Um, very public struggle with her weight. 
Phillips, Wilson Phillips. Ah, Carney Wilson. Wilson. Wasn't she on this show? I have no idea. I can't confirm or deny that. It wouldn't surprise me, though, because Carney Wilson has made a career for herself uh, in the reality space. By the way, remember, Carney Wilson also used to have her own talk show at one point in time. I remember that. So this seems to be kind of the trajectory of, you know, we're going to be kind of famous in the 80s, early 90s, and then in the mid-90s, we're going to get ourselves a talk show, and then we're going to start doing reality television in the 2000s, and now we're on We're Celebrity cook i mean there are worse ways to make a living oh my god did you know that at one point she had bell's palsy carney wilson yeah i just read that on her wikipedia bell's palsy said that's the that virus that you get where it makes like your face or part of your body paralyzed for a period of time yeah so she's had things going on in her life Poor girl has had a lot going on yeah anyway um, well, this is a recipe for fun. I'm just here for like bottom tier celebrity experiences. And I know Colleen is. And if she were oh, here, yeah. she would be all over the show because she was like a fan of all those. The surreal life. The surreal life, et cetera, et cetera. These are sort of like the newest incarnation. Like, let's just throw a bunch of these D-listers on a competition show. And these aren't even D-listers. This is no, like this F. Is F. <laughs> this F is troop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is definitely F troop. Yeah, but I'm good. I'm glad to know that Jim J. Bullock. He's uh, let's see, 1955 is what? He's 63. 63 years old. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just glad to know he's doing stuff and making money. Yeah. Now I looked up his Instagram account and he hasn't really posted anything since 2015. So he really needs to up his social media game, and then he needs to interact with us. We need to get Jim J. Bullock on the show. That's what we need to oh, do. I think we, we need, could do this. I think that we can get an F lift celebrity. I mean, we've had Tan Mom, Farah Abraham on yeah. the show. I mean, some so, would argue that, you know, Tan Mom's celebrity has eclipsed Jim J. Bullock in some areas. Circles. But yeah. Yeah. It'll be easy. I think we could do this. All Is right. he on social media? Do we know? No, I said he hasn't posted on Instagram since 2015. Oh, okay. The Bold and the Beautiful. He was in in 2000. I'm just looking at his IMDb to see what else is out there. And he really hasn't done anything since uh, like 2015. So maybe this, because a lot of times we know, and if you guys are just joining us and you're like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> Jim J. Bullock, star of stage and screen from a long time ago, uh, is going to be on this new Worst Cooks uh, in America show on the Food Network at the end of April. Um what I was going to say is that this is very often an opportunity for them to sort of put some life back into their career. This is a way for them to get their name out there. So maybe he's trying to do some more stuff. Maybe. So fingers crossed. A little yeah. bit. It will be fun nonetheless. Maybe he could get a Netflix um, <laughs> biopic experience. The Jim J. Bullock story. Don't you feel like he's got really fascinating stories? Yes, because I feel like somebody like Jim J. Bullock was adjacent to a lot of interesting things that were happening in Hollywood in the 80s and 90s. And he was friends with Tammy Faye Baker, for crying out loud. Yes. Dish. Oh, um, Brenda says, this show's great. Look for the one with Ian Ziering and LaToya Jackson. Oh, Even boy. Melissa Peterman was on an episode. Girl. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're there. Yep. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from Jim J. Bullock to more celebrity guys. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word peace to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text peace to 22433. And you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.